This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by Laura Deirdre, Editor-in-Chief of Becker's Healthcare. She talks with us regularly on, on five, ten-minute episodes on a couple of the stories that she's following in healthcare currently. Laura, let me tee it up and ask you, tell us a couple of the stories that you're following currently. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Scott. And first and foremost, we're always looking at ways that health systems are structuring their teams. And one of the most recent trends we've been following is how they're managing their IT and revenue cycle management departments. There are some hospitals and health systems that have decided to outsource their IT and revenue cycle management departments in order to really focus on patient care. When they take on these partners, they typically are sending their internal IT or revenue cycle management teams over to those partners in order to have them really manage more efficiently and effectively and continue to partner on ways they can bring in technologies, artificial intelligence, automation, and more. A recent example of this is Alina, based in Minnesota, partnered with Optum to send around 2,000 IT and revenue cycle management employees over to Optum in the transition. They're not the first ones. Northern Light Health in Maine, as well as Owensboro Health in Kentucky, did the same thing over the last 12 months. This can help health systems that might be facing financial challenges to avoid cutting down those departments in doing layoffs. A few systems have been cutting their IT departments in the last couple of months, including Kaiser Permanente, which cut around 115 IT positions, and Mass General Brigham, which also laid off around 20 digital employees, citing tools and technology that can help reach their mission through automation. And so there are a lot of dynamics there that we're looking at and we'll continue to follow. But that's not every health system. We are seeing some large systems uh, keep their IT teams in-house, and HCA Healthcare is an example. The team has around 6,700 members just in the IT department itself and is now being led by CIO Chad Wasserman, who stepped into the role February 1st. Mr. Wasserman is responsible for the global IT strategy and support for the health system overseeing automation, infrastructure, engineering, cloud, enterprise systems, software development, and clinical technology initiatives. In the company's quarterly earnings call, HCA CEO Sam Hazen said he believes that technology will help unlock value for the system and that HCA will invest in care transformation as well as the innovation program to drive quality, efficiency, and financial resilience. HCA also has a generative AI partnership with Google Cloud to pilot some of the tech giant's healthcare-based AI tools. And AI really is one of the spaces where health systems are trying to gather knowledge uh, quickly in amass talent in whatever way possible through partnerships as well as growing internal teams. That's something we're watching as well. It's been really fascinating to see how different health systems take different approaches. Some have started bringing on chief AI officers with the goal of growing leaps and bounds over the next year, while others are adding those responsibilities onto current roles, chief innovation officers, digital officers, transformation officers, and more. We are especially seeing this among academic health systems, which may be able to bring on more of these positions that can be pretty costly. Many are six-figure salaries and up, which is harder for smaller hospitals and systems, especially when you're looking at trying to bring on data scientists, AI engineers, machine learning specialists, and more. An example would be Mayo Clinic is currently hiring AI systems engineer manager for a more strategic direction on its regulatory compliance and AI model development and implementation. We're also seeing the same 
same thing for Mount Sinai in New York City, as well as Cedar Sinai in Los Angeles, as they're searching for several AI-specific roles right now that can really support a growing team to develop business analytics in a business case, as well as clinical AI support. That's been really interesting to see how different systems are taking approaches approaches to artificial intelligence, um, whether they're trying to outsource and bring on partners or build up their internal talent and, and what that really looks like for healthcare going forward. I mean, there's so many fascinating things there, and I'll sort of point to three of them just to help summarize. United Optum made a big decision years ago not to build hospitals, but they are working with health systems to outsource their staff and lots of staff to them, RCM staff, other staff, and so forth. So HCA becomes, or United becomes even bigger than, than they were at one time. And that's sort of fascinating to watch. The, the, the second story is this issue of how systems are really trying to explore how they move forward with AI and how they implement it. And sometimes using some of these big, big players to help them try and implement AI strategies. Uh, and and that's, those are both sort of fascinating. The third story you mentioned was some systems you know, being, we're seeing a lot of this. I saw an article yesterday by Kelly Gooch at Becker's Healthcare on nine systems laying people off. And this was trying to get costs in line to make sure they have positive operating margins. And that's a fascinating story, too, is the system's getting closer and closer to profitability, but it's requiring some tough steps to do it. So three big stories here, United Optum being a huge outsourcer of, of staff. Um, second, some systems cutting jobs. You mentioned Kaiser Permanente specifically. And third, some of these big efforts at generative AI and, and systems trying to experiment with it and trying to figure out how it's going to work and what it's going to do. Laura, what a pleasure to visit with you as always. Again, Laura Derda, one of the most brilliant leaders at Becker's Healthcare. Just always great to visit with you. You are so good at what you do. Thank you very much. Thanks so much, Scott. I appreciate it. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.